Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of College Football Uncensored. For now, brought to you by Saturday Night South. I'm your host, Tyler Huckin, with me as always, my uh, my dining friend here, Chris Marlowe. Well, Uber Eats was very late in their delivery of my food, and they gave me, I, I just told Tyler this off air, they gave me, I got nachos. What's the restaurant? Like, I don't know. It was like on, it was like a Mexican place. William Gray, it's what's up, buddy? It's hard to mess up nachos. And they put broccoli on it, like which I like. I've never seen. What kind of insane person puts bro- broccoli on nachos? Uh, okay, so a, a, like an actual Mexican restaurant made these nachos and yeah. still put broccoli on them. Yeah, it wasn't like hmm. Pam down the street. It was like I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's an interesting move. I don't think I've ever seen the broccoli on the nacho move. I don't like it. Let me ask you a question right off the bat. Okay, the Atlanta Braves. Yes. Posted a um, a thing earlier on Twitter. Okay. And it was letting fans vote on their favorite Outcast song. Okay. You want? There's four songs they gave: is Bob, uh, Rosa Parks, Hey Ya, and uh, Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. That's a tough four. I would I would say. Is it because I- the bottom two? Could should not be on the list for one, and both the both of those two are are currently leading. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's like probably like some of their worst songs. Like I mean, and I like those songs. Bob is good. Bob is good, but I mean, there's so many better ones. At Aliens. I mean, anything off of Quimini is really good. Yeah. Um. I mean, Bob would probably be my favorite out of that group for sure. Um. We got some. We got some people joining. <clears throat> Spotty Adidapalicious. Um, you could say that. I just I did. Round up. That's true. You did. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask you what your favorite Outcast song is, but you just told me that's so good. Um, I think it's AT Aliens. Okay, that's fair. Big weekend. This coming weekend or last weekend? It's not the coming that I'm concerned with tyler it's the going it's not the going <laughs> yeah uh um, what last weekend yeah i thought it was a good weekend a lot of college football well, talk making its <clears throat> ways around the interwebs yeah so yeah. uh i was up in murphy north carolina this weekend that's uh went up with a, a buddy of mine uh so he was my random so when you went to college did you get a place with someone completely random to live with the first semester yeah it was awful yeah, so this awful. this was the guy, one of two other guys that I was paired up with and like a sweet mate of four. And we've remained like really good friends ever since we met. Really? And um, yeah, so he was living in uh, New York for 10 years and he just moved down here to Georgia last year. And so his friend from New York came down. We were both in his right. wedding and we went to have a little man weekend where there was some uh, casino involved. Where we went yeah. to the sports book, had a phenomenal time. Some of us hit the tables and lost money. That wasn't me. I stayed in the sports book. And Chris, it was it. profitable. It was profitable. You, you always are. Uh, <coughs> Friday always- night, we went up there. I was like, you know what? The Celtics to me seem soft. They seem vulnerable. And and my buddy was like, well, you know, they're ten point favorites. I think the Heat could cover the ten. I go, you know what? I think we do better than that. I think we go Heat money line. I love 100 it. bucks. And of course, we know the outcome there. Mm-hmm. Nice little dub. 100 to win 433. And then quickly uh, was feeling the itch. I don't know if that was from the Red Bull vodkas that we were drinking to st- try to stay awake because we're old. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's nothing I would want to do less than drink a Red Bull vodka. But when it's, it's so bad, right? When it's like 11 p.m. and. I'm a father of two. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I get a little sleepy, Chris, especially yeah. when I get a couple cocktails in me. So, you know, I was like, you know what? Instead of the beer, why don't we go Red Bull vodka, which just really makes things livened up, you know? And so decided Fired to up. take some of my profits from the newly won Miami Heat bet right. and put it on uh, an NHL game, which I haven't watched one of this year. 
Yeah, it's tough. But I did win that, so I won the bet. So it was a great weekend. Great weekend. Went golfing. You. Producer was... Dan. Producer Dan met us at the golf course. What the hell, guys? Why do you guys do so much stuff without me? Is this something about me? It's because I eat broccoli on my nachos? That's part of it. Fair. No. I actually right, said. That's the best fight I'll have. All right. No, I, I, I invited Dan up, and he, uh, he needed a night away from the, from the household. And so I said, come on up, Dan. Um, yeah. And had a great time. Uh, I'm glad you guys had a great time together doing stuff together. And right when we got off the course, I said, you know what? When I tell Chris about this, he's going to be very angry with us. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Here we are. Yep. Um, How's your weekend, Chris? Oh, and then I went to the Braves game yesterday. Another shortest game ever. It literally was just over two hours long. It's not the shortest game ever. I've been to a short game in that. Stop, Pepper. Well, that... It was the shortest game this season, but oh, okay, I've saying. never been to a game that that short. Got there, started at one thirty. We were leaving the park by three thirty. That's insane. <laughs> they won, I guess. I'm assuming because it's the Braves. Yeah, they won. Um, no, I'm happy you guys had a fun weekend. I had a fun weekend too. I went up to um, Juan's Creek, or as the locals oh, yeah, call yeah. it, John's Creek, um, and I did soft, some babysitting. It's the soft J. It's like jogging. Yeah. Um, I did some babysitting. Um, which is, I know a lot of you are sitting here thinking like, who let Chris around children? Not the courts. I'll tell you that much. Nah, that's, that sounded way worse. Than that's I weird. Intended. Yeah. That yeah, was weird. But there's uh, a family named the courts. It's John and Kate yeah. courts. Right. John and Kate plus court plus eight. Um, yeah. So I helped my buddy Jeff out. Uh, his wife was out of town. So we did some, uh, some co-parenting. It was actually a lot of fun. I had a great time with it. We wouldn't jump. I thought you were about to say Saturday. cocaine. No, I don't do that. <laughs> okay, um, not bad. Guess it's yeah. Thank you though for saying that. I did do that video last <laughs> week for social media that was um, joking around about the little Ziploc baggies that are only used for cocaine. And there were several mm. people that was like, "Dude, are you on speed or something?" And I was like, "This is a joke." The whole video. So anyway, also um, yes. Also, yeah, is there a problem with that? Are you on slow? Um, anyway, no, there's Catch a up. mustard. What? What? Okay, anyway, let's get into the actual football talk before you say too much. Um, good weekend, both of us. I'm glad both of you had him. We, uh, David Hill, welcome in. Eddie Busa in the comments. Beard Dog, William Gray, Harry Leggy. Uh, it's good to see all of y'all. Um, we'll get so here's, here's the topics for tonight. We're going to talk about. We didn't even play a Creed song. Get on. A, we got to get a Creed song going. Should we just? What do you want to go it? with? Huh? Should we just perform it ourselves? Acapella? Well, like, let's, let's just uh, you know, let's just Creed Roulette. Creed Roulette. Let's just figure out. I'm gonna put on Creed Radio first. Should I make another wheel? <laughs> yeah, do, do the wheel. Do the wheel. Creed wheel. Creed wheel. <laughs> we kind of do need a Creed wheel. That was like a big hit. All right, Creed Radio. This is Creed. One leg, bro. All right. What's up, Tony Simpson? Um, I'm way too early. We're going to get in trouble for YouTube. It was not the best song. Yeah. We'll play it again later. Oh, girl. We have on the docket today, we have um, top five SEC stadiums, which was a argument and conversation that was started by our good friend, Brandon Walker, who I got to tell you, him and I are a long way from ever being friends, but we did yeah. agree on something we did today. We did. I, and we, I think you guys are going to be friends one day. I do. I'm calling I it too, now. To be honest. I, and I don't know how I feel about that, but we, like, I mean, I didn't like you when I first met you. Well, that's news to me. What the fuck? I told you this. I because you were Jason's. Like, it was like a weird thing. I was like, this guy sucks. He wears his hat backwards, and I was like, I should wear my hat backwards, bro. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dude, that is that real? You hated me? Yeah, That's I told you up, man. Were you like, were you jealous of me or something? Probably, I don't Cause know. Because I, I was like better friends with Jason than you. I think I think that's what it was, which is a weird thing to say out loud as an adult <laughs> male. Um, but I was like, dude, you think you're gonna be? You think you're best friends with Jason? I'm gonna be so much fucking harder best friends with Jason, bro. Anyway, no. So, um, oh, that's funny. Brandon Washington did a whole thing about the top five stadiums in the SEC. We're gonna get to that. 
Also going to talk about how our good friend Kevin Warren, the former commissioner of the Big Ten, continues to be the biggest bag of shit maybe in all of college football history. He's gone from college football, but he's letting his memory still last. Uh, and his impact is he a Big friend though? Huh? Is is he a friend though? No, you he's said awful. our good friend Kevin Warren. I just I was know. just saying things, but he's not. He's okay. awful. He's a bad human being. I think. Um, we'll get to that. That was the news that came out today. And then we'll also talk about ESPN ranking their top 10 quarterbacks since 2000, which was a really weird list. A really weird list. I, I feel like sometimes people make lists like that purely yeah. just to get conversation going. There is no way anyone thinks that this list is accurate. It's ESPN. I know. I think, he, I think they thought it was accurate. Okay, well, we'll get into it. Yeah. All right, so where are we, uh, where are we, we starting? Some, uh, where did our outcast thing, and we'll have some audience questions to close out, and that'll be it. So it'll be probably a short show, I'm assuming, unless we talk way too long like I always do. Um, let's start with the Kevin Warren thing, that was the news that came out today, which is super bizarre. You know what I'm talking about. Have you seen, have you seen any of this information? I have not. I want to I be the – I want you to be the first one to tell me what happened. Because I've got the article so, up, but I want to hear it from your mouth. That's, I wish you didn't say things like that. Um, <laughs> so Pete Thamel from your ESPN. dirty little mouth, Chris. <laughs> I want you to say it with that dirty little mouth of yours. Um, okay, the <laughs> the Big Ten last year they they signed a massive massive television deal um, that was going to be, I believe it was like it's over a billion. Yeah, it was seven billion dollars for a seven year deal so it's gonna be over a billion dollars a year which is insane the sec's um their contract obviously is coming up soon so the like what what, they're is going currently? To get, what what is the sec's current contract i want right to say now? it's it's not over hold on let me look it up real quick on the safe side this is all stuff i could have done before because <clears throat> um, this is one of those things that like this number just every time there's a new contract up this number is going right. to continue to get it's just like coaches you know right um <clears throat> yeah, so so they make around three hundred million dollars now annually. That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. But then that split up. So in fourteen, is that per school? No, no. no. I was about to say Jesus. So the Big Ten made one billion. Yeah, that's insane. just imagine what the SEC is going to get when they right break that new deal, um, especially with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. So anyway, Kevin Warren though. Now, you guys remember Kevin Warren because he was the worst. Kevin Warren will forever be one of my least favorite people. in the, And I'm including my dad. I'm including Jimmy Buffett. I'm including <sighs> Tyler when he was 18. Like, 18-year-old Tyler is different than 42-year-old Tyler, which he is now 42, ladies, if you are interested. No, so, 42. I'm Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding. So it's like... Um, uh, no offense if you're 42 or both. But. No, yeah. 42 is a great age. We all love you. But it's Kevin my Warren... Favorite number. Kevin Warren... <laughs> Mine's plus 27. So um, Kevin Warren is a uh, – he was the former Big Ten commissioner. He's responsible with trying to torpedo the entire 2020 season and try to get it taken taken out like like with the Pac-12 as like a little bit of lapdog sidekick. We've talked about it a bazillion times. You all know why I hate Kevin Warren. He's just a – like I, I don't mean this in a dramatic way at all, which is a shot coming from me. But Kevin Warren will always be one of my least favorite people because he went out of his way to take away – one of our one of my and one of all of our favorite things in the whole world in a year we needed it most and what and it was all like a power play because he was trying to get everyone to go to a nine game conference schedule all of it is shit he's a terrible person in my opinion but he reached new heights because he's gone like kevin warren's gone he he left uh tony petitty uh titty boy petitty boy um <laughs> his, uh, his <laughs> uh oh yeah i did i did I'm tell sorry, beard dog uh, yeah, sorry, Bird Dog. You look great, though. Um, so he's a new commissioner. Uh, started nearly a month ago. So there was something that came up where they like they're going to start playing games on NBC at night for for the Big Ten this year, right? Um, there's multiple teams that didn't agree to do any of that, and I think it might be <laughs> your Jay Harris. You're a thousand percent right. Um, so. They, they didn't agree to several of these things, right? These deals weren't done. They aren't what they were represented to be from the standpoint of the NBC deal and availability of all members to participate in November games in primetime. That is what an industry source said. Now, 
those are called outstanding issues they have, which basically just means in the month of November, so a lot of times when like you have your biggest games, NBC is going to try and have premier primetime games, right? They're going to go up head-to-head with whatever's going to be playing on ESPN that night. Sometimes you have your ABC games. You still have your games on Fox. You're still going to also have games on NBC Network, but those aren't usually like the bigger games, even though we love that crew with Tom Hart, Jordan Palmer. Wow, Jordan Rogers, um, and, uh, and Cole Kubik. But that being said, Kevin Warren took over his Big Ten commissioner in January of 2020. This is how much impact he had in, in such a short amount of time. He took over as a commissioner in 2020. He tried oh, to cancel an entire football season his very first year that he was the commissioner. Yeah, like, like three months into it. Three, Like, he's the fucking worst, man. He's the fucking worst. Um, so reading this right here, again, this is from Pete Thamel on ESPN. He took over as commissioner in 2010. Three years at the helm, he dealt with a COVID pandemic. Helped bring USC and UCLA into the conference. That was that was positive. In a landscape-altering deal and secured a massive TV payday before heading back to the NFL as a team president and CEO of the Chicago Bears. When he accepted that job, he said he was leaving the Big Ten in demonstratively better position, uh, which was true financially, as its schools project more revenue than any other league over the course of the deal. Now, this is before the SEC gets to redo their deal as well. Um, his work in adding USC and UCLA, obviously, that's a great thing. What he didn't do was ever come to terms with Penn State, I believe Ohio State and Michigan, and I believe one more team who did not agree to be playing primetime games in the month of November. On top of that, he also negotiated a deal with NBC to move the Big Ten championship game to NBC from Fox. Do you know the problem with that, Tyler? No, I do not. Tell me. It breaks the contract they already had in place with Fox because it was never agreed upon by everyone, which means hmm. schools in the Big Ten now owe $40 million apiece to Fox for breaking their contract. $40 million apiece? I'm... <laughs> You're not confident in that number. Hold on. Um... <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let's go back here. Go I back think here. it's forty million total. Either way, it's seventy million. It's seventy million in total is in flux. Five million per school. So I am wrong. Okay. That's still a ton of money. They also. Oh, hold on. Here you go. Here you go. Recently, schools have found out they're going to have to pay back nearly forty million dollars to Fox because, according to sources, he delivered the Big Ten football title game in twenty twenty six without the full authority to do so. They're going to have to pay twenty five million total. So it says forty million to Fox. It says they have to pay. It doesn't say. That it's in total. The next paragraph says 25 million total um, for a deal to pay Fox back for the lost 2020 football game inventory. This came after an agreement between Fox and the conference was unable to uh, muster to lost revenue from the COVID season. There's tens of millions of dollars of value in the NBC primetime deal in flux as Petty has or Petty has been racing to ensure it keeps as much of its original value as possible. Historically, the Big Ten after the first weekend of November, uh, schools are required are not required to play night games for myriad of reasons, health, recovery, campus logistics, among them. These were known in the league circles as tolerances. The prior television contracts accounted for all of them. The one with NBC didn't. This is like, you're messing with tradition. You're messing with money in a time when you really don't have the ability to, $5 million doesn't seem like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of money, right? I, I say this all the time about college football, and especially in the SEC, money's not real. Like coaching buyouts aren't, that's not real money. Boosters will come with that money right away. The Big Ten is a little bit different than the SEC. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, rabid fan bases year-round, love football, show up, have over 100,000 people in the stands every single Saturday. That's not what I'm talking about here. You have 14 teams. You think Northwestern is, is like – they're not hurting for money, I'm sure, because it's a great school. But not all of these schools are making a shit ton of money, especially from just football alone. Like, I, like it's not it, – it's this is – like, the SEC is a – football conference first right they have great baseball they've gotten better at basketball they have great women's basketball all that kind of stuff but it's a football conference first that's not like necessarily what goes on in the big 10 right it's not necessarily what goes on in the big 10 and what's what's the biggest concern is the big 10 uh, like amongst all the other conferences the one thing they've tried to do repeatedly is to maintain that not only are they not just a football conference but they don't even use the word athletics they always want to be an academic first conference yeah. It's crazy to me. What are your thoughts? Stop watching the Braves. Well, um, yeah, I know. I know the they've got this weird thing where like because they were, you know, obviously this whole expansion talk has been about, OK, you know, the next domino to fall seems like it's going to be the ACC and where will teams go, you know, and 
that is the one thing about the Big Ten is they like they hold themselves on some higher ground when it comes to education. Where like you have to have some status. I think it's like mm-hmm. AAU status or something like that as a school, right. which is not easy to get. Which I guess is the point. Right. But it's like you know, like Florida State's not an AAU school. Um, I I don't know if Miami is or not, but you know, you start going down the list, so. It's going to be interesting to see if that holds up over time as there's this fight to basically get to these two power conferences. Um, right. So, but I, I don't but know, even, man. I mean, like Kevin, and so Kevin Warren just bailed and now he's the, what, like the, he's with the Bears now or something like that. He's the president and the CEO of the Bears, which is a shit organization. No offense, Connor. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, they haven't been bad, good. It's it's objectively, objectively yeah. they haven't been good. Um, yeah, I mean, this guy's obviously sucks, right? He, yeah. he, I don't think anything he could do after trying to get everything canceled during COVID could ever make him like back in good graces with us. No, ever. And that means ever. a lot yeah. in this world. Yeah, kidding me. But I mean, but I mean, the thing is, like, and I, I don't think he is facing any kind of legal repercussions for this, which is kind of odd when you think about it. But I mean, I mean, dude, you're talking about tens of millions of dollars that someone else is now responsible for because of this one fucking guy. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. It makes sense that he, he left for the bears. He probably knew what big, how big of a mess he, he had left the big 10. Yeah. I can't wait for him to run the democratic ticket for like the 2028 20, oh election next. Cause it, he is just like <laughs> moving on up. up, moving on up. All right. Up next. Um, stadiums, stadiums. This is a conversation that I saw. Um, like I said, strictly with our good friends over at the Unnecessary Roughness Pod, who, um, you know, usually kind of like one of my favorite things. And, and I, I will, I'm going to try to be nice about this. I'm not trying to make like enemies right now. One of my favorite things about that group, and, and Jack Mac's great. M- me and Brandon Walker are going to be best friends in the year 2038. We already talked about this. Casey Smith seems like a nice person. Watching them learn about the sport what she's talking about cover, too, though. Yeah. Watching them learn about the sport they cover <laughs> in real time is one of my favorite things to, to see. Like the sets and Bennett thing a week late, them talking about the top five stadiums was a trip to me. Um, and there's been other stuff that's had come out since then. But they well tell the, the tell the tell the listeners what what was the trip about it. I mean, because I'm sure not everybody mean? heard. Like what was okay, what so was they, so? They came out with their top five. They're talking about Georgia and Sanford Stadium and how it's not an elite stadium. I fully disagree with that. Um, I think that it's a, a, a like I can see if you want to say not top five in the country, not top ten. I feel like maybe a stretch, but maybe there's an argument for it. I don't know. Um, if you told me that it was behind Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan in in stadium rankings, I wouldn't. I think there's an argument there, mm-hmm. especially with Penn State, Ohio State. Fine, like all of those would be less egregious. Um, what was not egregious was a dog father. Um, what what is not or what was egregious was saying that it wasn't a top five stadium in the SEC. Also. <laughs> LeBron James just threw a two-handed pass over his head, falling backwards like this, like it, like he was inbounding a ball in soccer, and it, and it was a made three-pointer, almost impossible to do. Um, anyway, no. So, what are you doing right now? Stop watching the breaks. Okay, so we're talking about the top five SEC stadiums um, currently, and talking about atmosphere, all the above, like difficult places yeah. to play, like. Again, if you're talking about in the country, sure. Georgia is a top five stadium in the SEC, and I don't think it's close. I've been to eight of the I've been to eight of the stadiums. I've been to Williams Bryce. I've been to Georgia. I've been to the Swamp. I've been to Vandy, which doesn't really count. Um, that's in the SEC East. I mean, it counts. You've been there, right? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Bama, <laughs> Auburn, Ole Miss, and LSU. I think it's a foregone conclusion. It, it, I have LSU at one. Like I think LSU is yeah, the yeah. Stadium. For the best environment. I've seen LSU twice, both for Auburn games. 
once through the day, once through the night. It was an electric, electric atmosphere for both. I think the other thing with with that experience too is like you kind of count the outside, even though the tailgating is separate. But it's like it does feel like it's like all one big experience. If that makes sense. Um, yes, Harry Legate. Um I think I think Williams Bryce has a lot of great atmosphere qualities. You have sandstorm. You have the towels and stuff like that in the end zone and like the all that kind of stuff. I think the swamp is fine. I haven't been to Tennessee. I've heard nothing but good things. I would probably yeah. include Tennessee as a top five stadium. But here's what I think. I think where this is coming from is multiple things. One, Georgia has been – Sanford has been a top five stadium in the SEC, I would, I would say, for most of my life. Like, I, and I, I don't think that's like a super hot take. Auburn's probably up there. Tennessee, if Tennessee, if this list is made in 2019, when Tennessee lost at home to Georgia, Georgia State, mm-hmm. they're not in the top five. But Tennessee's coming off a great season. Right. And, and we kind of assume they're back now. And so that's kind of thrown in there, right? Um, I've heard from like a viewing standpoint, Neyland is not great because the the, the seats are so close together. Um, it's it's not, not fantastic. But for Georgia, you're talking about, it's been three years since they've had a night game. It's also been three years or, you know, two years where you've gone 29 and one, or you run roughshod over the entire country. Um, your only losses on a neutral site against the team you played the national championship and won. Like you, like the schedule hasn't been very difficult, but in the last three years, you're talking about a COVID year where you have like, not, you know, you're not filling the stands 2021. The schedule was pretty weak. Their home, their home schedule has been shit, right? Like it's, yeah, it's, it's right. not really their fault. It's going to get even worse this year, but in 2021, in 2022, there's two games that stick out to me. The Tennessee game, which I was at, and it was loud as hell that entire time. It's the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. Arguably one of the loudest places I've ever been for a game, including Death Valley at night. But in 2021, you have a game that's a noon kickoff against Arkansas that had 130 – they reached 130 decibels in, the, in sound in the stadium. For a noon game, they were they won by 37. Yeah. I, where am I wrong here? <clears throat> So part of it for me is <clears throat> has to be kind of hearing through experiences because I haven't been mm-hmm. to LSU. I haven't been to AM. I haven't been there. There are great ones I have been to. Like I have been to Georgia and I've been to Tennessee. I've been to Florida um, and I've been to I wasn't impressed with Auburn. But again, like it, it also matters what kind of game you go to and what right. era it was in. Um because I went to like an Auburn, it was like a shitty Auburn Tennessee game where like both of them were awful. It was, a, it was an 11 a.m. game, I remember that. and I think like I don't even think a an offensive touchdown was scored. Or it was like super low scoring. Oh no no, it was it was probably more like 20. It's probably in like the 2011 2012 ish time mm-hmm. frame maybe. Um, so that really affected it, and I'd I'd like to go back to like a a bigger game. Um. But yeah, I, I would say Georgia was definitely better than Auburn was. I think it was better than Florida was. Um, I wasn't Absolutely. as impressed with Florida. What's that? I wasn't as impressed with Florida as I thought I would be when I went. I've only gone once, and it was, you know, during the Tebow era when you know, I was at Florida State, and I was like, right. they beat the shit out of us. Like it was unenjoyable to say the least. Um, so that might skew my opinion, but yeah, I don't, I don't see how you could argue ever that Georgia's not in the top five in the SEC, especially. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if I was if I was right in the top five, and I don't know what the criteria was because it's a, it's opinion based, right? Like, so it's like you can't really be wrong. I went to right. Auburn last year for a game between two, three, and five teams, and it was one of the best environments I've ever been to. It was awesome. It helped that I was on the field for it, but I mean, it was still like a pretty awesome oh, environment. Humble brag. Um, super humble brag. Um. I would have Auburn in the top five. I think like my top five would be LSU in some order. It would be, and I'm not, I'm not ranking them, but I'm just saying in some order, maybe we'll, we'll rank these like tomorrow or something like that. But like LSU, uh, Auburn, I don't like, it's hard for me to say A&M cause I haven't been there for one, but also they lost at home to app state a year ago. You have, uh, you have Auburn number two. Yeah. Dude, as for, I, I, for environments, I thought Tennessee was way better. But then again, I, mean, I went to I, would, I went to I a he was probably in there. I was uh t- I went to a Tennessee Oklahoma game, so it was a big game. I want to say it was a three thirty game, so it was 
people riled up and it was fun but i do agree there it, i felt it was very cramped yeah that part was unenjoyable but um the environment was awesome yeah but i also think it's like and that's the other part too it's like if you go if you go to a big game that's one thing right if you go to like a big game um you know like not in a rude way but if you're a mississippi state fan probably don't have the biggest uh and most enjoyable time at other places you know what i mean like right. just historically speaking like and also auburn fans i think were probably the loudest about this because they i mean it's, it's the south's oldest rivalry they've played each other the most all that kind of stuff if you look at the numbers georgia has played auburn in athens 10 times in like since 2003 they're nine and one against auburn they've won nine of those all nine of those games by an average of 21.3 points per game and the one loss they had came in 2005, and it was by one point, 31 to 30. So if you're Auburn and you're saying, like, oh, man, this, this environment sucks, dude. Like, yeah, it sucks because they beat your fucking brains in every single time you go there. Like, I mean, like, if, if you're vain, it's like, dude, I've been to Bama games a ton. It was never loud. Like, yeah, I mean, with good reason. Like, that, that part made no sense to me. I, I think that, like, I think Kyle Field would probably be up there, I would assume – Tennessee, sure. Again, I haven't been there. Like, if it's from stadiums that I've been to, Georgia is firmly in the top five and probably number three. And either way, you look at it, and, like, I know Bama fans got upset about this, but Pepper says, hey, Bama's behind Auburn and Georgia in that account. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think Bama's really necessarily close to that. Yeah, I mean, I've always really enjoyed Bama games. Um, well, we were at that uh, the same one one time, the Bama-Florida game, 2012. 2010. 2010 yeah that's right 2010. there we go um and i what's the other game i went to it was 2013 because i know it was the it was the year four state won the championship uh, what game was that bama but that was a lot of fun too so um yeah in florida florida's you know the weather down in florida just pretty much any time but november is it's so sticky it could be kind of can kind of ruin the environment a little bit but um yeah chris is uh chris is dealing with pepper here so. okay, yeah it's it's getting loud <laughs> i see i see why you're muted uh oh is there a there's a brawl in the braves game what's going on um so anyways i'll just i'll just stall here <clears throat> um yeah, let's move on. I want to get to Kroger Field one day. I'll just say that. Yeah, so so that was one I was like, and Chuck Stearman, I'm glad you chimed in on this because I've heard nothing but good things about Kroger Field. Like nothing but good. I would want to go to a night game, preferably October, because I think you get kind of get some of like the the like fall season involved. I, I don't want to be like it's freezing cold, but I also don't want to. What is going on in this game? Um, is there a brawl going on? Uh, the the bullpens came out, but yeah. Okay. Well, Azuna and Will and uh, Will Smith. No. Anyway, um, yeah, I I think there's like I would love to get the Kroger Field. I think Faro Field will be fun, depending on the matchup. I I want to go to Como in general, but I don't think a game there's at the top of my list. Like Kyle Field would be great. Um, but yeah, I mean like Starkville's not really up there. Um. Whatever. Anyway, I want right. to go to Ole Miss for sure, but that's not necessarily fun. for like the game environment. More so than just the tailgating, obviously. If you go to Ole Miss, you have to know somebody with a tailgate there. Like you have to. Yeah, that I, I bet. It's it's like impossible to get drinks and shit like that. It's like it's not. Um, it's not great. William Grace says I love the Kroger Field. Uh, yeah. Side note on this, I made a joke because on that podcast they said um, Stanford Stadium, which is like tough. Uh, it's Sanford yeah. Stadium. So I made like a joke and I was like, my favorite SEC stadiums, Stanford Stadium, Brian Danny Stadium in Alabama, <laughs> William Sonoma Bryce Stadium in South Carolina, the Kroger's Field, and Kylie Jenner Field in, in College Station. Like, I kind of thought the last three would be pretty obvious that they weren't real. <laughs> Will you, let, me, let me rephrase these or restate these. Kroger's, the Kroger's Field, Williams Sonoma Bryce Stadium and Kylie Jenner Field. 
the amount of people, if you want to have fun, if you're feeling down on a Monday or you're feeling down on yourself, <laughs> do yourself a favor, go look at SDS on our Instagram and look at the comment section from that post. The amount of people who were like, uh, excuse me, Neyland Stadium would like a word. <laughs> okay. And then Georgia fans just nonstop that were like, it's Sanford Stadium, you dumbass. And then my personal favorite was somebody, somebody made the comment that was like, um, uh, it was like, uh, obviously you've never been to the swamp. And it was like, uh-huh. And somebody goes, yeah, you tell him, dude. Peter Ben Hill Griffin Stadium has got to be up there. Um, <laughs> that's really good. So also we should start doing that for like a, like a weekly segment is like the, the best – um, I did have some good responses, Dogfather. Uh, we should do like the best internet responses. I saw, I saw. This is like, this is not funny, but it is. I'm not gonna break up the picture because it's horrifying. But Tyler, I saw a, a picture from this weekend where somebody in New York either jumped or got pushed in front of a train. And yeah, I didn't see the video. I didn't see a video because mm. I wouldn't have watched that. But like, it's a picture. And I'm just scrolling through my feet. I would not have wanted to see it. And it didn't have the sensitive warning thing. I just I just saw it. And it's like, if this is the train, somebody's legs are just up like this on the platform. And that's all you can see. Uh, it's a person that I know from Alabama Twitter commented under it and said, no, oh, no, not yeah. dead. No, they commented under it and said, are they alive or like, are they okay? And they were dead serious. And I was like, oh, dead serious. That's what you did there. Got hit by a truck. Um, dope Campbell's chunky soup stadium is bar none the best. Also very true. Send us in your best, uh, your best fake. Um, what do you call it? Uh, stadium names too. That'd be good. That'd be a lot of fun. All right, let's get to our last segments on a very slow, slow week. Oh my God. We should tell you though about like the, the week ahead tomorrow. Bama rush. What is that? Make sure you God, damn it. <laughs> tell them. Tell them. I'm asking it's for the documentary. Forever. It's a documentary yeah, yeah, that's yeah. coming out about Alabama sororities rush. And it's supposed to be a pretty devastating documentary about Greek life in Tuscaloosa. And I, oh boy. Can't wait. I've never been, I've never been more proud to be in the 85%. I'll say that there's like it. There's this whole thing about like, it's the machine, which is not Bert Kreischer. So yeah. please like, don't comment that it's like a, it's like a thing that is like like that runs the University of Alabama, and it it's gonna be so bad. Like like it's gonna be very damning to a lot of Greek culture, which I can't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know who needs to hear this. If you went to a big school and and we're in a fraternity, I totally get it or sorority, I totally get it. But like you, I mean, were you you were in a frat, right? Mm -hmm. Do you get an ankle tat? No. Booza has an ankle tat. That I saw with, Bo with ankle Booza, tats. Booza in the chat has an ankle tat, though. <laughs> Sanford and Sun Stadium in Aikens, Georgia is pretty good. Hey, um, in hope, brother, in hope. What's up, Jerry W? Yeah, hold on. Eddie Booza, what is your ankle tat? Let's, that's going to be a new segment. Like, instead of who's sadder than Marler, who's got a worse tattoo than Marler? Eddie's just got the uh, Simakai letters. Yeah. Simakai, dude, that's sick. Simikai, bro. Till I die, bro. Simikai, I feel like I see like when someone's like making fun of Greek life, like they always, always. use Sigma Chi. Yeah. <laughs> Sigma Chi. So. I remember I remember like the Sigma New House in, in South Carolina. So when my mom was there, it was like 2004, 2005. So like right after my freshman year. So I was like had like the first college experience. They did this whole thing in Columbia where they redid the Greek village. And built these like multi-million dollar homes. And I think Sigma knew theirs was destroyed from damages within like three months. Like I don't wow. Why? Just why? Do <laughs> <laughs> so you know be awesome, dude? You know be you know be fucking sicker than living in this three point five million dollar mansion right in fraternity and sorority row? What if we fucking ruined it, dude? Huh? Huh? We burned it Let's all down. Off the wall. Um, <laughs> anyway, just like uh, it's ridiculous. Um, also, this guy just hurt himself rounding first. Just a very basic, basic maneuver. All right. Her Bama Rush's premiere was being delayed until Mechie and Williams are back. Nice. Okay. Um, that's cool. Anyway. What's uh, the last segment here? That'll be coming on the Wednesday episode. Tyler, you're going to be here for that. 
I am. Are you? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh. TBD. We'll talk after. All right. We have a very special guest. It is the daughter of one of the more prominent head coaches in the SEC. That's all I'm going to say. They'll be joining us. Dude. For a recap got, of Bama Ridge. You very got Kiffin's daughter, isn't she, in high school? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, Lane Bryant Stadium is pretty good, Alan. That's, that's the winner. Lane Bryant Stadium. Lane Bryant, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get to the last thing. ESPN came out with their top 10 quarterbacks since 2000, okay? Have you seen this yet, Tyler? Oh, I have, and it... Why don't you take it was, this and pay attention? It kind of felt like it was created as a hot take, just, just okay. to get things riled up here. Um, ESPN, who, you know, they do a good job of covering college football which is why I don't trust the list that was put out on Twitter today by uh, them ranked the top 10 college football quarterbacks since 2000. So this is a lot of really good names that you could pick from here. Um, what Chris, uh, let me ask you this. Hold What's on, the first on, name? On. I can't make this up. Just give me a second. Okay. My dad's fucking mistress has just followed me on Twitter. <laughs> I don't even know. Let's put out a tweet. Let her know we're watching. I'm going to block her instead. How about that? <laughs> okay, that sounds better. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is life? What is life? <laughs> All right. Okay. Go ahead. If I told you to say, hey, what's the best quarterback out of the, since 2000? Who would you say? So best season, best overall. Best overall quarterback. Tim Tebow. Okay. I probably agree with you there. If it's best season, it's Cam Newton. Yeah. I, those are those would be the first two I would talk about. Yeah. Before any. Um and while ESPN did have Cam Newton very high, mm -hmm. there were some a questionable uh choices before him. So for those of you that didn't see this, uh number ten, RG three. That was weird. I, but he did win a Heisman. And he was extreme. He was like, I wouldn't say transcendent, but he was like Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. You know? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if he I'd have like a 10. Yeah. I don't know. I personally think there's probably some better QBs. Uh, Marcus Mariota, number nine. One of the greatest seasons in the history of college football had 41 touchdowns and four interceptions and then had 55 total interceptions. He's at nine. Mm -hmm. uh, number eight, Lamar Jackson. Got to be higher, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Kyler Murray. One-year starter who should not have won the Heisman. Yeah, I would not have him in the top ten by any stretch of the imagination. Um, number six, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson uh, never threw less than 13 yeah. interceptions in a season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what, what gets me is that since 2000. That's a long time, Chris. 23 That's a years. a long time. Uh, number five, Joe Burrow. I think he deserves – I mean, he was a well, – I'll put it this way. He was a one-year guy in terms of being, like, a huge name. Yeah. But that was a hell of a season. Did um, you see, by the way, real quick, did you see how um, – the news that came out that that oh boy, Freddie Freeman just hit a three run over, didn't he? Bomb, but, oh, that sucks for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe Burrow in 2018 had 16 touchdowns and five interceptions, averaged 222 passing yards per game. The following year, when you bring in Joe Brady, he averaged 378 <laughs> yards per game, um, and Jesus Christ, and 60 touchdowns and six interceptions. Having an increase yeah. of 44 touchdowns and only one interception in year like year over year is a pretty pretty impressive stat. Uh Tebow four, which is tough. Uh three, Vince Young, two, Cam Newton. Number one, Chris, just like we all thought, 
Baker Mayfield. That's in. That's insane. <coughs> he never won any. This is a fake list. It has to be right. It has to it be. It does. Okay. It does. But it's I, not. This guy. Granted, he's still. I guess he's the starter for the Bucks now. Um. So good luck with that. Uh. This guy, I said famously that he'd be selling insurance. On this podcast. On this podcast. Well, predating this podcast. Yeah, winning and losing. But ESPN thinks he's been the top quarterback since uh, the year 2000 when I was in eighth grade. So Matt Leiner didn't make the list. Right. Uh, like Matt Leiner, I would, I had, think had a better career than Baker Mayfield. Matt Leiner would be top five without a doubt. Also, a top five, like TikTok and Instagram follow as well. He's hilarious. He's yeah, really I did, yeah, I did find that. That's I just recently followed him. Um, I mean, I mean, 2016, Deshaun Watson. This is the year they beat Bama in the national title game. He had 50 total touchdowns in 15 games, which is good, right? 41 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. 17 interceptions in one. He had 30 in two seasons. Yeah, that's kind of how. That's kind of how. Like Jameis was the tale of two tapes too. Like he was incredible his Heisman year, but then he that, his turnover problem started the next year and continued to the NFL. Yeah, and also his pregame speeches. Dude, we gonna do a big then. Come on now. Eating them W's, bro. I, 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 I want to eat a W. Nobody says that. All right. That is <laughs> um that's that's the main thing from this week. We'll have another episode on Wednesday. We'll go over some more stuff. You guys have been great as always. Let's get into our audience questions, Tyler. All right, let's do it. You need me to ask them? Yep. All right, well, let me grab some. Okay. First one. If you could go to one stadium for one game this year, not in your team's conference, what would it be? Mm. Mm. You want me to go first so you can think? I do. Uh, Penn State for Penn State, Michigan. I feel like we've talked about some, uh, some of these um, – Stadium rankings a bunch over the last couple of episodes, or you know, because the off season, off season comments or off season content. Um, but I, I feel like we don't talk about Penn State enough. Penn State seems awesome. Penn State seems like really, really awesome. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> that's that's what I would have. What would you have? Um. I think going to um, Alabama for the uh, Texas-Alabama game would be sweet. That'd be pretty fun. Let's try to figure out how to get there. for that. Or the LSU-Bama game just for a revenge game for Bama because that's a home game, right, for, yeah. for Bama this year? Yeah. That'd be a really good one. Um, I'm trying Oregon to think Washington of Washington would be fun. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I'm trying to think of like a good Pac-12 game. Yeah, because I still don't say – I still say that like games at USC would probably suck. Yeah, I think I'd want to go to Oregon or or like Washington. Yeah, for sure. Game out there. Um. Okay. Next question: What is the weirdest thing you keep in your nightstand? Mine's a vibrator. Everyone knows that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. That's a joke, Uh, guys. Joke. I don't really keep anything weird in there, um, but I do have like one of those uh, long sticks that I could scratch my back with. Yeah, I don't really, I don't have a nightstand. Sleep on an air mattress? Not yet. We'll see. <laughs> um, we'll see. Right there with you, brother. <laughs> I heard that, brother. Fuck, I got to move next week again. Oh, gosh. I'm super pumped. Um, all right. Any other questions? Yeah, we have three every week, Tyler. Um, well, you started like dozing off or something. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, I just don't want to move again. Um, 
Okay, last but not least. Um, what is... Ooh, okay, this is a pretty good one. What's a movie you could watch over and over and never get tired of? Pretty good. So for me, examples of movies that I've watched over and over again and I never get tired of would be Wedding Crashers, Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. Billy Madison, uh, Old School, and weirdly, The Other Guys. I like The Other Guys is my, cho- is my choice. Yeah, is it? Yeah, that, that movie is unreal. So good. Yep. So good. You know what's another um, good one that's uh, really underrated is Hot Tub Time Machine. Completely agree. <laughs> that's a great one. I haven't seen it in forever, but yeah, that it's, is a that's that was a really funny movie. It's so um, good. Okay, hold on. Let's just do one more follow-up. Motley Lou. <laughs> um Lugal. Here, here's by the way, do you know who Quaku is? Yeah. Did you see him on TV last night in the game show? No, no. He was on a, he was on the, the cube on, on TBS. Well, what is that? I'll send you a okay. I'll send you a video. All right. It was really funny um okay but anyway i would say that one and then last one at least this is somebody else had this in as like a add-on but i'll ask you right now um favorite marvel movies or superhero movies because like and, and like i feel like this is marvel because batman is the clear like cut choice and clear-cut answer that's the only one i've seen what i don't yeah. i don't do marvel movies i don't even do really movies at all what the you haven't seen the Marvel movies? Iron I Man don't dies. do like Guardians of the Galaxy. What like I don't really even know which ones. Like what is there? Thor. What are you? I've never seen any of them. What is, I just don't get who you are sometimes. Uh, why? I don't really, why are you the way that you are? I don't really have the attention span for movies anymore. I'm too distracted. Well, all right. The answer for me was going to be. It's going to be Spider-Man, but I'm glad we got to end this on such a fun, exciting um, up uptick of enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Close us out. Tell them where they could find our stuff. And then tell them about the new stuff that's going to be happening. I don't think it's time yet. All right. Never mind. There's going to be some exciting stuff we're doing in the fall. Um, yep. We're going to start a swear jar, so Chris is going to have to deposit money. And me. Why don't we do a swear jar where every time I don't cuss, you guys give me money? Because I think that would be more helpful for me than me giving you more of the money that I already don't have. Okay, so like we're rewarding you for not cussing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, like a puppy when a puppy doesn't pee inside you. Or like a kid that loses teeth or, or like a... I, I wonder if we I could know. run like bets like... We'll do over under on minutes of how long it takes before you actually say one. It's like slip up. I've thought about this and other people have recommended this because I think it'd be funny, but I know you well enough to know that if we did that, you would just start saying stuff like, we, I got Brandon Walker to come on or like, Hey, I yeah, heard Brandon I, Walker. I'd be, and I'd be baiting you. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Close yeah. us out there, Tyler. We will see you guys on Wednesday for a very special episode. Very, very special. Kiffin's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think she's 14. Okay, that's too much. Yep, that was weird. All right, see you guys. Bye.